Allow me to be frank, uh, Christmas is approaching, uh, NFL has COVID issues, NBA has issues, and you know, it's just one of these days, and uh, December's coming to an end, and New Year's coming to an end, I'm going to the Arizona Bowl in a few weeks, but let's see what's going on now, uh, as we welcome everyone aboard to Allow Me to Be Frank. It's another week, and uh, yeah, we're approaching Christmas time, New Year's, and the NFL and NBA have been ravaged by the COVID bug. The Omicron is here in the U.S., and uh, seems like every team in the NFL is now shorthanded, as well as the NBA. Did you see the uh, commercial that um, the people of New Jersey put out? Isn't it not the best? The best? the best advertisement I've ever seen in my life. Kids don't like Christmas anymore. They don't want presents. They just want the vaccine and the booster, apparently, according to New Jersey Public Health. Screw the PS5. Oh, <laughs> I want the vaccine for Christmas. <laughs> Only the COVID vaccine will do. Don't want PlayStation or a great Xbox. I just want the shot in my arm, I could see me now on Christmas morning, creeping down the stairs. Would I open up my eyes and see a hypodermic needle standing there? I want a vaccine for Christmas. I mean, that, that might be the most ridiculous commercial that has ever been done. I, I, the words just can't describe how ridiculous that commercial was. I think Santa might actually come down the chimney this year and sneak into the kids' rooms and stick them with the, uh, with the needle to give them their vaccine. Yeah. I think that's a I good mean, idea. Why not? <laughs> I, uh, wrong with these people? I mean, I, I kind of feel like a sucker a little bit that, um, that I'm, going into, uh, I'm going to actually get the booster. I'm getting the booster on Friday. It's, you know, uh, it looks like they're going to start making rules where if you don't have the booster, you can't go to games. You know how they just continue to move the goal line. Yeah, uh, I, I'm thinking that, too. I mean, spring training is a little far off uh, a couple months away, but um, I'm imagining MLB, especially if they wind up giving us clubhouse access back again this year, that they might wind up requiring the booster. So I'll probably wind up having to get it, too, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy about getting the booster, but I'll get the damn booster. I'll play their fucking game. It's, it's just a, I mean, it's just, you know, what can I say? Yeah, and, and honestly, I think uh, Santa Claus this year might actually be that guy, the doctor in the commercials on SNY and all the other stations. You know what I'm talking about, right, Frank? Yep. Dude, it's just, it's, it doesn't make sense. And you know what? This reminds me of that commercial that you guys had reminds me of uh, one in Chicago. It was for the soda tax where they were going to tax us for drinking pop because it made kids, you know, fatter. And it was the dumbest thing ever. But they, they had these ads out like, Mom, why is this so cheap? Why? I think they should tax us more because it's worth this. And it's like, yes, if you if you believe in the soda tax, uh, you should do this, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, bro. What some propaganda shit is this? It just doesn't make sense to me. So that's what I think of when I saw that. Um, uh, that it, 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 it's cringeworthy. It really is cringeworthy. Yeah, it is cringeworthy. I, and I, I saw Doug's. He put up, uh, he quote tweeted that commercial. And he said, uh, make sure you guys leave uh, gloves and masks for Santa when, <laughs> when he comes in, when he, uh, when he stops by. Well, well, no, no, I think it was a uh, mask and uh, and disinfected. Uh, yeah. A goofball. Speaking of Dougs, he must not be in the best of moods after uh, Deion Sanders stole the number one recruit in the country from his alma mater. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's just been a bad day for Florida State. Well, maybe, uh, oh, Mikey, just lost Mikey. Ah, there he is. I'm back. Uh, you know, uh, 
I mean, it's been a bad time for his football teams. I mean, Florida State has now become irrelevant. Now they're losing players to uh, the FCS school. I mean, there's a yeah, good history for Jackson State, but that's not going to get a lot of TV time. Florida State might want to reconsider uh, hiring Dion to be their next head coach. This was a clear shot. This is that's what Deion Sanders eventually wants is to get that coaching job. Yeah, and he's done a great job with recruiting. So uh, if he went over to Florida State, you can only imagine the type of talent he would attract there. How and, uh, with the number one prospect is just I think that's historic. You know what I'm saying? The way that is. he did, the way he took them, it's crazy. Well, it's he's made Jackson. He actually made Jackson State relevant. Yep. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, Doug's other team, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, have become a total clusterfuck clown show. Urban Meyer has to be the biggest piece of shit in in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot. Of, well, actually, there's a lot. But as a coach, this might be one of the worst head coaching hires in history of the NFL. And if the Jaguars don't fire him. We'll show you that team deserves to suck forever. If they lose this week, they might wind up firing him. And the noise has gotten louder and louder for him to lose his job. And now this story came out of him kicking his kicker during training camp. Like, it's just, it's it's not good. I mean, fire. I mean he goes up to his coaches and calls them losers. He says that I'm not the one that's losing. My assistant coaches are losing. Then a reporter asked him, why didn't... Uh, Richie McCall, get, uh, one of the players, get in the game. He says, he got in the game. He's getting more snaps every time, and he didn't get one snap. Yeah, I saw that. Not very aware of the head coach there. Like, what a slap in the face to your assistant coaches, too, especially proven ones, when he's like, you guys need to prove yourself. They're already proven because they won Super Bowls, so I don't understand how this guy is going to go talk shit and just, you need to prove yourself. Who are you? Yeah, you did good in college. This is not, the, uh, this is not college, buddy. This is the NFL. I mean, it's, he's, it's been a disaster. Trevor Lawrence hasn't played well, and uh, now he played the Texans. The next two weeks, the Jaguars will have a chance to win. Yeah. They will. And if, if they don't win either of those games, they, if, they, if, if, they, if, they, if at the end of the, the, uh, the, the next week after they play the Jets, they still only have two wins, I mean, it's that's almost worse than going one to fifteen last year. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be the savior. He was going to turn them around right away, and that's just not realistic given the circumstances that he has around him from coaching. Yeah, well, uh, it doesn't help when you have a coach that's just as bad as Urban Meyer. There's whispers like that that. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say there's whispers about. Well, people were saying, oh, well, Jim Caldwell should have been gotten a chance to coach this team, but I think maybe someone like Brian Dable could do well with Trevor Lawrence, given what he's done with Josh Allen. Well, I've heard uh, some rumors that Doug Peterson is uh, definitely involved in this. The next coach. He could be, but he played a part in ruining Wentz. I mean, I've never seen a Super Bowl winning coach. Keep in mind, he delivered the first Super Bowl in Eagles history. You know, be running out of town so quickly afterwards, uh, you know, from doing something that no other head coach, not even Andy Reid, did for the Eagles. So I would be wary, I guess, about hiring Doug Peterson at this point, but he's a big name, definitely, and I could see him potentially getting that job, or at least being in the running. And you got to watch out for those guys with visors. Any, any coach that wears a visor, I'm very wary over here with guys that wear visors, especially with Nagy, so I don't know about Doug Peterson. What about Coach Doug's? He, wore, he wears a visor. You know, very wary. Very, very wary. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love Doug. Shout out Doug's. Uh, he was supposed to be on so I don't know if the listeners know yet because we haven't dropped this, but after this, me and Frank are going to be doing a Christmas album. And uh, go ahead, if you want to talk more about that, Frank. Yep, we're definitely going to record a few Christmas songs. So we're going to release that. We were going to have Doug's on, but he said he lost his voice, so we're not going to have him do the white Christmas part. But it's still going to be a great album. It's going to be a good time, and uh, I can't wait for that. When's it dropping? Uh, okay. Yeah, a couple of days. I have to edit it. We're, he's going to do the singing. 
I'm gonna do the the background music, and then we'll we'll put it all together and make it work. So. And not only is Frank a great singer, Doug's has bellowing pipes too. So. Oh uh, gosh. I I literally I saw him say that he lost his voice, and I almost shed a tear. I was like, dude, this guy is. So Frank is the songbird of the generation. Yeah. So if he's the songbird that makes dogs like songbird of the decade, I don't know, maybe the first five years, but he's a really good singer. He can belch it out. So it, it would have been good, but with Frank, it's going to be perfect anyways, regardless. Frank, are you and Doug's uh, going to do any duets in the future? Uh, we might see here uh, from time to time. No, I'd love to hear that. Um, and we, while we're on the topic of the NFL, prior to talking about uh, the singing talents of Frank and Doug's, of course, um, Frank, your Dolphins made a potential Super Bowl winning move in signing cast off from the Raiders, former first round pick, troubled first round pick, to say the least, Damon Arnett. Well, they need some help right now. They got uh, they have some COVID issues. None of their uh, uh, running backs are available. They had to sign Duke Johnson. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, hopefully by uh, Sunday, everything is getting better. But just in case, you know, who knows? Yeah, and it's getting to that time of year. I mean, we're right before Christmas where now we, more now so more than ever, we need to be careful and not get COVID like before Christmas so we can enjoy Christmas with our families. Like that's, I'd say that's my biggest concern right now is, uh, you know, trying to, I guess, just lay low. Uh, for another however many days, 10 days till Christmas, I believe it is. And uh, just hoping that, you know, everyone could be together on the holiday because a lot of people I know, especially too in this area, have been getting it or testing positive at least. And um, now we're at like the 10 day period where 10 days, then you could be around people again. But, um, you know, if you get it after that, you're potentially missing Christmas, which which would absolutely suck. And I was thinking about that during Thanksgiving as well. Fortunately, uh, you know, everyone was healthy though. The whole time you said that, I just had a realization that there's 10 days till Christmas and I haven't got any gifts yet. <laughs> All I got to do. Oh no. I'm going to be sending out my Christmas card soon. I, I made the mistake of uh, telling uh, people to email me their address and uh, I'll send out some Christmas know. cards. I saw him put out, put that out there and I said, this is going to be a disaster. I, I well, literally didn't retweet that one for on the uh, podcast. I was like, I can't they do it. Told me for um, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, Frank, I need to send you one. I need I need a Christmas card too, ASAP. What? That's awesome. Frank, how many have you received so far? Uh I haven't received any, but I'm gonna be sending out about a hundred. Oh my okay. god. That's a light number, honestly. I feel like it could have been thousands with you. Uh well. It's a hundred. It's gonna be about a hundred. Love it, love it, love it. So, uh, what what do you what are you gonna have on for your Christmas card? What's it gonna say? Something special? Like, I'm just gonna sign whatever whatever in the box. I love it. No raw dogging. I I can't. I don't have the time to specialize these damn cards. So be just happy enough to get my autograph. There you go. Yeah, all you need is an autograph from Frank, and that's all they need here. So Frank, how, awesome. Frank, how about uh, Christmas shopping with you? Have you gotten any done yet? I'm pretty much done. Pretty much done. Wow. I just got a wrap of gifts. That's impressive. Thinking ahead this year. I am the worst. Now I feel like garbage. I literally did not buy one yet. I am. Uh, my fiance, she wants an iPad, so I have to go figure out where I can find a cheap iPad. Yeah, I, I want something cheap, babe. I said, okay, let's go find something. An iPad. But then you had to buy the then you had to buy the Apple wire, the Apple plug, the Apple yeah. Al- the Apple everything, the uh, a- Apple Connect, and then you every single app is uh, ninety nine cents and dude, whatever. Not not gonna complain. Not gonna complain. That's Just gonna sign work. over your soul to Apple and pay a small fee of eighty three dollars a month. For the next 40 years to pay off this yeah. new iPad X. Like, do they expect I, you to read that? The the user agreement? Like, dude, come on. It's like 30 pages. It's crazy. Well, you guys didn't have it as bad because my girlfriend of like almost five years now, uh, her 25th birthday was last weekend, was turned into a three-day event. So having okay. to do that before Christmas is uh, the most stressful thing I've had to do it for I guess five years now in a row. Well, so I know Frank was going to say something before I cut him off. 
I, I, I understand your pain, but here's my pain right here. Christmas is on the 25th. My fiance's birthday is on the 28th. And then I got oh. New Year's on the 31st. So it's the most expensive year for me or most expensive month for me is the end of the month right before. And also, mind you, the mortgage is due. So it's just like a bam, 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 bam. Go screw yourself, Mike. So that's how I feel. But you know what? I have some good news for you. Good news. And that is, if you use the promo code Frank, you can get 10% off your Feldman's order. You see, America's First and original hot dog company is Feltman. You know, uh, Charles Feltman invented the hot dog. And Feltman is a veteran-owned business, which was revived in 2015 by two Brooklyn brothers, Joe Quinn, a former Army captain, and his brother Michael. And they did it in honor of their brother Jimmy, who uh, was killed in the September 11th attack. You know, and a team of military veterans that have collectively served over 110 months in combat. Feltman is now one of the fastest-growing natural food companies in the United States. 100% all beef, all natural hot dogs are available for purchase online and at WholeFoods.com. You get them at Feltman's.us and they ship super fast. They'll be the perfect addition to your family's next cookout. So remember, use promo code Frank to receive 10% off all Feltman's products at Feltman's.us. That's promo code Frank for 10% off at all at Feltman's.us. That includes the bratwurst, the hot dogs, bacon, which are all good. You know, I tried the, I cooked the bratwurst this week up for a tank cook. So, of course, allow me to be frank, is always sent to you by Feltman. Yes, it is. And uh, this is the time of year you get some good bacon. Uh, some good bacon, you know, cook up on uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day morning. Uh, you know, fun for the whole family. So, definitely looking forward to that. You know, I went to the Army Navy game for the first time this year. That's right. Nice. How was that experience at MetLife? I mean, it was uh, it was definitely interesting. Uh, the march on at the beginning. Uh, I mean, I got in there early enough to see the march on, which is one thing I always wanted to see. How they uh, have they have the entire, basically the entire, all of West Point and all of Annapolis basically marches on in formation. And uh, they pretty much ruined the paint job. Oh, they did. Yeah. Simultaneously the, marching. Yeah, they smeared the paint job in the end zones. Frank, were were you getting approached a lot there? Like what who were you hanging out with? What was the uh, uh what was it like? I got approached a few times. I actually had a uh someone from West Point approach me for a picture. Oh, that's awesome. There you go. Frank it respects the troops. What yeah. more could you ask for? Frank is for the troops, yeah. I mean that's it's kind of it goes hand of hand when you're eating a Feltman's hot dog and then going to an I mean, army. It was, it, it was not a good game for Army. Army came in the game eight and three, Navy three and eight. Uh, but looking at it, the Navy looked like a team that was eight and three, and Army looked three and eight. I mean, Army's quarterback. I mean, even when he completed passes, his receivers were having to jump up and try to catch him. He couldn't hit anybody in stride. Uh, Navy's quarterback hurt his hamstring, and then the backup came in there and did a good enough job. Uh, Navy was good to get it in those third downs. We got this big uh, fourth down on a fake punt, and they just found a way to win the game. I mean, uh, uh, Army couldn't do anything with the football in the second half. Were you with the uh, Quinn brothers while you were there? You see them at all? Uh, no, I didn't run into them. I brought my own tickets. Uh, I had Doug's and his roommate come, uh, sat up and checked in uh, 317. It was a nice nice warm day, and the rain held off. It was supposed to rain, but it didn't rain during the game. It was very warm. It was like 60 degrees or 64 degrees or something, and just like damp, a little damp and humid, but it was was nice. It was warm, which was was good, honestly. And it was a little windy, too. It was a little windy. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers to anybody who bet the over on that game. Yeah, seriously. And Fra- Frank, also, um, during that day, I didn't go to Army-Navy, but I went to the city to see the tree, go to Bryant Park with the winter festival stuff. But um, I also took a little detour into the MLB store at the Avenues of America. Have you been there yet? Yes, uh, I was there last year. I actually uh, I bought a few things last year. I actually bought a uh, Pete Alonzo mask. <laughs> 
Like a COVID mask? Yeah. It's got the NY and the number 20 on it. Uh, oh, that's cool. I uh, bought, And I bought a couple of packs of uh, baseball cards, including uh, t- uh, Topps Archives. And I got the pack of death. What was in the pack of death? Uh, it was Topps Archives, so it had like uh, all these old cards, like uh, re-des- uh, redesigned and different things. And it was a mixer of Hall of Famers and regular players. Inside the pack was Tom Seaver, Joe Morgan, Lou Brock, Bob Gibson, and Hank Aaron. They should have paid you to take that. Yeah, and they all died, like, basically in the same year, too. Yeah. 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 Well, the, the first four died first. And then and I saw that card, and they were all, like, all next to each other. And, like, the next card was, like, Hank Aaron. And I yeah. thought about that. I said, boy, if, uh, Hank Aaron, if I, if, I, if, I'm, if I see this pack and I'm Hank Aaron, I'd be nervous. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's terrifying. I mean, terrifying. I mean, the four Hall of Famers in the pack, all four died. I mean, it, it, and then Aaron follows. I mean, it's just, it's just the freakiest pack of cards I've ever gotten. It's the Frank Fleming curse. Might but, be. Um, Might Frank, be. also, uh, there were two must-buys I found for you in the store, which I tweeted out the picture at you. It was the Star Wars Mets hat with Darth Vader and C-3PO and R2-D2 on it, and then the so- Ahmed Rosario bat. <laughs> you didn't well, like the Star uh, Wars yet? Um, uh, uh, I'm actually going to be getting something. I don't know what it looks like, but they're supposed to be giving away a a hat on uh, uh, to the first 9,000 fans on uh, Sunday for the Devils uh, game. It's the Devils uh, Star Wars night. And uh, right now, there's no stars. It's just bad. Uh, the potential Center has been uh, voted the Least friendly uh, place for fans to go to, and that mainly comes from the uh, the wonderful ticket takers at the uh, Prudential Center, and the uh, horrendous uh, concessions, uh, food that basically uh, that homeless people actually would turn down. Oh my god! Yeah, well, I'll never forget that chicken parm you got from there, Frank. It was just gross looking. Yeah, yeah the, the food at the Prudential Center definitely leaves a lot to be desired. Well, what's uh, what's going on with the uh, Devil's social media account? They're tired of uh, taking the abuse from the fans. <laughs> yeah, well, they, uh, they, uh, they, they, when the team is winning, uh, they get all the laurels. But uh, right now, the team is awful. Their power play is atrocious. They've allowed almost as many shorthanded goals as power play goals they've scored this year. And uh, they haven't had a power play goal in like two weeks. And they've allowed like uh, about uh, five scoring goals in the last uh, uh, two weeks. And I saw you call them out too because the social media team was saying that they were so shorthanded. And meanwhile, the Brooklyn Nets were down seven to seven players and they won last night. Devils didn't even try. You know, okay, Nico Huster is a big player, Graves is a big player. But you know what? There are other players that should step up. I mean, they only had three players out. Three. What about Jack Hughes, Frank? What's been going on with him? He's been terrible since coming back from injury. That's a shame. Mental? You think it's mental for him? Just like uh, I don't know. I don't know. He played well in on opening night um, against the uh, Blackhawks, of course, and then yeah. he got hurt the next day against the uh, against the Kraken, and then. It's just been bad ever since. I mean, yeah. it's just, just. And meanwhile, we got. Uh, it, it it just it's just disgusting how bad they're playing. I mean, they lost six to one yesterday. They didn't even give a damn a, a, a try. They didn't even look like they were interested in that fucking game. I, you know, it might be a curse from me because I told you I adopted the Devils as my new team because of all the stuff going on with the Blackhawks. So I hope I didn't bring any curse to this Devils team. Or were so they this bad is the same. 
this is the same shit the last three, four years. Okay. This is how it's going to be. That's all right. I'm used to it. I just, I, I cannot believe that when you said they were making the Star Wars hats, I'm just surprised they didn't just have a bunch of stars. Like, they just didn't write star everywhere on the hat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> or have, like, a Matt Star Theater helmet. Frank, would you wear that? Yes. That would be cool. Half blue, half orange. You know, that might be a good Christmas gift. Speaking of which, it's the holiday season, and you, a lot of people don't know what they're getting. They don't know what to give. I mean, Mike, you haven't even started your uh, Christmas shopping yet. I mean, come on. Yep. You right. know what? You can get a gift, a stocking stuffer, and uh, you can get something from Manscaped. They have the tools to make you win this year. Uh, great stocking stuffer or the white elephant competition. You know, Manscaped is the leader in men's below the waist grooming products, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. If my math is correct, that's 8 million balls. And now you can get 50% off and free shipping at Manscaped with uh, the promo code TANK. Uh, Manscaped best selling product, performance package 4.0 with the lawnmower uh, is. At the top of every man's wish list every year. So right now, get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code tank. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. That's right. And that's a great stocking stuffer for everybody. I know I'm looking for stocking, potential stocking gifts to put in for somebody. And um, yeah, that's definitely the way to go is Manscaped, of course. And the lawnmower 4.0 is like a deluxe gift you could give in there too. Definitely very useful. Yeah, I told you guys about my bat wings with those things. So I love Manscaped. And now the shampoo, they sent us the shampoo. That's that's some good smelling shampoo. I'm so used to the dollar shampoo that we get, that I usually get, and just washing my hair. That's kind of why I'm losing my hairs. But Manscaped is helping with their uh, their shampoo. So make sure you guys get the shampoo, too. It's really good. Uh, now, you're talking about becoming a Devils fan when you came to New Jersey. Uh, apparently, you, had, you came into some... Uh, Misfortune on your trip to the Garden State. <laughs> dude, what the fuck? As soon as I, I, like, dude, I wasn't even there for, like, three days, and I get, a, I get a ticket. I just don't understand. And let me tell you that whole situation. I didn't even tell you the whole situation. I rented a car, and the guy was like, hey, man, just so you, I was like, hey, what's that? There's a damage spot. He goes, oh, that's a bullet. That's a bullet shot. And I was like, What? <laughs> He goes, yeah, yeah. He's like, just don't don't get really angry over here because there's a lot of road rage. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? It was the <laughs> worst experience. The guy wouldn't let me rent a car because I don't I don't know why. And then uh, after, like, arguing with the guy back and forth, I was like, and can I get an easy pass in here? He goes, no, it's fine. He goes, they'll just charge it to your card when you go past it. And I was like, oh, OK, that's cool. So blah, blah, blah. Come back. Fucking two months later, after the Devils game, I see I get a ticket from the New Jersey Turnpike. What the fuck? And for 50 bucks, something stupid. Like, I got to call them and, and, like, dispute it. But I feel like that that's no point. I might as well just pay it, pay it and save the energy. Funny that That's the way we make our money. Making the tourists. Pay fifty bucks. We could give them an easy pass, but instead we'll give them take their fifty bucks. That's how we play in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, New Jersey Turnpike. Now I gotta tell my fiance why she's not giving the Christmas gift this year. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Christmas, yeah, New Jersey uh, traffic system, the Grinch that sold Christmas, but. That reminds me, because we were talking about The Sopranos in the last episode last week, and um, the your ticket reminded me, because I just watched the episode last night, where Danny Baldwin, who starred in Christopher and Little Carmine's movie Cleaver, got a ticket on the Jersey Turnpike, and uh, Doc Santoro, who's in line to become boss, goes up to Tony and gives him the ticket and goes, here, I told Danny Baldwin that you get this squash for him. Dude, so. ironically, ironically, I was on my way to go visit Tony Soprano's house. When I was on the New Jersey Turnpike, you know what? Uh, what was that like? Did you go just driving the driveway? You go inside, or 
you know, I was too scared to go go all the way up. I don't I don't know how it works over here. I didn't know how friendly people are, so I just stood from a distance. I and I looked no. at the house. I was like, dude, this is huge. And um, yeah, it was just a big house. It was nice. I took a picture or like with just a selfie with it. So I did that, and then I left. I was there for like ten minutes, but it was worth it. It was cool, something to see that I I've always wanted to see. Was this your first time in New Jersey? Yes. Yeah, I've been in New York quite a few times. I went to school out there for. That's a that's another time for another dance, another dance for another time. Um, yeah, I went to school out in New York, but yeah, first time in New Jersey. First time where in New Jersey. New, where in New York? What school? Uh, it was uh, fucking. It was like a college, or not a college. Obviously, it was a college. It was a community college. It was BYUN or something like that. I was there for literally half a semester, and then I had to move back to Chicago. So it was very, very, very short. What part of New York it was uh, upstate? Right between the boroughs of New York. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I was going to say the people here aren't friendly in New York and yeah. New Jersey. So yeah. when you're you know, you know what, uh, you know what I've been introducing Doug to lately, don't you? What? Sopranos. Dude, all right. So I have the video, I, Frank, I have the video of us like talking and trying to convince him. I'm going to send it to you uh, of us trying to convince Doug to watch it. And that was in July, right? So it took him how long to watch Sopranos? Does he like oh, it? Yeah, yeah, he likes it. I had to move him up here, and uh, he doesn't have a TV set up yet. So I've been playing him episodes of The Sopranos every night, practically. Uh, we just got to, we're about midway through season one. Good. Things start to eat up in the end of season one, and then the show is just fantastic. I envy Doug's for never seeing it before, because that first time you watch that show, it's like I amazing. Mean, uh, I mean, he hates Tony's mother. Who doesn't? I mean, Who doesn't hate I mean, I mean, we're too, I mean, the first couple episodes, what I, the, 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 his reaction, what a bitch she is. Kill me now. Kill me now. The whole time. It's like, just fucking croaked then. If you're yeah, like, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got to the episode where uh, he starts, like, manipulating Uncle Dreamer. Uh, like, hesh, he doesn't play enough pass. He, has, he, he gets away with so much. She was crazy, and I don't want to spoil anything for the listeners, um, but just the way, just to see how petty everybody is in the mob, like in that, in the movie, and then in the show. Even the way, like, what happened in the end of uh, Many Saints of Newark with Junior, just like it just shows you how petty they are. And then when you watch the rewatch the show, it's like, wow, this guy's talking all this and this highly about this guy and what he did to yeah, him in the movie. I like the part there where. Um, uh, where the guy uh, dealt drugs to the, uh, and caused that uh, kid, uh, the 14-year-old, to kill himself. And so Mikey Palmisi throws him yeah. over the, uh, throws him into the Great, uh, the great Patterson Falls. And they come across the guys that are hanging out on the bridge. And he goes, did you what happened here? Oh, man, this is the saddest thing I ever seen. He said, I yeah. didn't want to live before. <laughs> Hands him the yeah. cash. And he goes, and Mikey goes to the guy before he throws him off. He goes, if you can fly... I, he goes, I won't shoot you down. And uh, then he tosses him over. That That's a great scene. And, like, it's just, it, it's crazy to me. Like, that would never happen. It probably did happen in real life. But, like, now, in this day of age, like, there's cameras everywhere. There's this and that. Even in, like, the early 2000s. Like, just to throw throw somebody over the river. So, like, fucking terrifying. It's just terrifying to me. I don't that's know. The great, that, that's the great Patterson Falls, which is. One of the craziest things you have mentioned is Patterson is basically like this urban center. I mean, rundown neighborhoods, old like uh, projects, and you don't yeah. want to go there. But this like one little part of Patterson, out of nowhere, has this big waterfall, which I think is like second to Niagara Falls in the uh, biggest waterfalls east of Mississippi. What a random ass spot. Maybe so convenient to just throw people that owe you money down there. I mean, it's like that. It's like a, it's like a, a mafia's dream come true. It's like we need a really nice spot to get rid of these bodies. Oh, there just so happens to be the second largest waterfall in the world in this poor community. All right, might as well just do it. Or the Hudson River. Second largest in the eastern uh, seaboard. Yeah, there you go. Well, well, you know, you know where else everyone dumps bodies is the uh, the Meadowlands. 
Yeah. Why are you guys talking about this so normally? Like, this is terrifying. You're like, yeah, you know where else they dump bodies? What well, do you they, mean? They think Jimmy Hoffa is underneath the Meadowlands. Oh, yes. Jeez. It's terrifying. That's terrifying. That's why you play stupid games, get stupid answers. Well, there's an Indian burial ground underneath uh, where the Mets play. First, it was Shea Stadium. Now it's City Field. And uh, I think that with the luck that they've had in the last 36 years, that that's pretty accurate. Wait, is that true? Is that is? Are you not making a joke? That's not a that's not a shtick. Frank, what do you think? It feels true. (laughs) Might be true. Feels true. Yeah, might be true. Might not be. I was like, dude, there's no way they would not do that. You guys remember that? I don't know if you guys watched Family Guy. They had an episode where his house was on the uh, the Indian burial ground. Yeah, like took over the house. He's like, no, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. That'd be terrifying. Well, that was the poltergeist. Oh, the poltergeist. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of the Mets, speaking of the Mets, sorry, you got you off there. Um, Frank, they're getting close to making a managerial hire. How are you feeling? Well, the three names sound decent as long as Brad Ausmus is out of the picture. Yeah, I was going to say you must be happy that Ausmus got eliminated after the first round. And that's having the Billy Epler connection. I mean, Brad Ausmus, winning is overrated. So now with the three finalists they're down to, you won't be able to complain until after Memorial Day. How does that make you feel? Well, we'll have to see. Hopefully the Mets don't give me agenda. See, and you know what? I hate that people are like, oh, Frank gets to complain. Because it's not that Frank gets to complain or he wants to complain. It's like that he has to because they're not doing – they're not meeting up the standards. Like last year. This year is actually a decent year where – the Mets are, and, you know, they're spending big. They're doing things. Now, remember, but, I do have, I do have that, that, that the, uh, the escape too. And hopefully, the escape doesn't happen. And games under. Wait, what, what was that? If they're ten oh, games yeah. under, at, it, or in the early part before Memorial Day, Frank can complain. That makes sense. I mean, why not? I would complain too if they're ten games under. Well, Frank. So, also, um, the San Francisco Giants are rumored to not be interested in bringing back Chris Bryant, which ups the Mets' chances. Mikey, that must hit home for you since you're you're a Cubs fan, right? Why'd you have to do that? Why'd you have to do that? Yeah. I love well, Chris Bryant. And speaking of uh, ex-Cubs, what are the Yankees doing with uh, Anthony Rizzo? Are they just going to sit there and uh, bring Greg Berg back? I don't know. I mean, Rizzo wants to come back and doesn't seem like they're going to trade for Olsen or sign. If they sign Freddie Freeman, that should be, probably be the only reason that they don't sign Rizzo, considering that it's just going to take too yeah, much yeah. to trade for Olsen. You know this thing about Clint Frazier saying that the uh, Yankees rules make it impossible to, for uh, modern players to uh, win? Yeah, and then CC Sabathia said he's going to punch someone in the face if he has to read another Clint Frazier headline. Oh, my gosh. Well, now the he's Yankees with the Cubs, so. Yankees Frazier. are kind of a mess. Right now, I mean, yeah, they, they're going to have to do everything they can to try and steal back the back page from the Mets. Well, well Clint Frazier's a redhead. Clint Frazier's a redhead, not a ginger. But watch him turn into a Justin Turner with the Cubs. Maybe. I mean, if he gets over his concussion and vertigo issues, he, you know, he's a good offensive player, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah but Clint Frazier basically says that the uh, Yankees' rules just, like, just, like suppress his desires and Made him feel like he was like like uh, everything was just so buttoned down. He just was the wrong person for that team. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a him problem, not the team's problem. Clearly, if the Yankees have been successful in the past, and this guy can't get it, it's it sounds like a him. I think the Yankees though are now almost in a situation though where they need to lighten up a little bit. No beard policy. I mean, of course, I got a beard growing in now. I've never had a thicker beard than this. It's because uh, the Dolphins are winning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I packed my razor away when I was moving. I finally unpacked it, and by the time I look at it, the Dolphins keep winning. I can't shave now. I mean, if this, if this continues and they go to the Super Bowl, I might look like ZZ Top. That would be amazing to see. So hopefully the Dolphins make the Super Bowl. I say you keep it. I think it's a good look. It's like yeah. the Heisberg post- uh, you know it's saying? bothering me. It, it, oh, it's it, bothering you? Yeah. 
I feel you. I just I have, have to, this. At least I have, have to trim it. At least I have to trim it, but it's. I mean, it, it it's irritating. Yeah. You never Fright rocked the, the beard in college, though. Nope. Oh wow! Okay. Could you grow, could you grow a full beard in college? Uh, it's always been patchy. Patchy. Well, Frank, the Dolphins actually have a legitimate shot at getting over 500 in the next two weeks if they could just beat. They're going to beat the Jets, and then they're going to be. Or if they could beat the Saints, they should be able to. Yeah, that'll and be they'll be out. eight seven. I mean, the, after a one and seven start, it's been a remarkable turnaround. Absolutely. Then they have a uh, they have to face the Titans and the Patriots the last two weeks, which isn't easy. But maybe the Patriots would have already clinched the division by then. So you probably should be rooting for the Patriots the next couple of weeks. Buffalo Bill, the Buffalo Bills have proven to be fraud. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, to that I team? don't see them as contenders at this point. The Bills and the Ravens are not right now, at least, are trending in the wrong direction uh, during crunch time. So. Well, the Bills are going to win this week. I mean, that's a foregone conclusion. Then you got uh, you got the Cowboys and their fans are all hyped after they beat the WTFs, and they're about to beat the Giants, obviously. But Mike Glennon, Mike Mike uh, Mike Glennon, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, the, the, we got Mike Glennon and Davis Mills uh, starting this week, and both of them look like they should be going. Yeah, uh, uh, ET phone home. They look like the uh, the SpongeBob, you know those those fish. The SpongeBob fish with the long necks. Yeah. That's what they look like. Davis Mills and, and Mike Lennon. Meep, 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 meep. That's what they look like to me. Sunday night, I was at my girlfriend's birthday dinner. So I did not watch one snap of the Giants game. Probably the first Giants game I haven't watched since I began following the team 15 years ago. And I have to say, very didn't happy miss I didn't watch. Didn't miss anything. Yeah. They, got, they were losing 37 to 7. And I have just been getting embarrassed. And now we hear that John Mara wants to keep Joe Judge and pair him with a new GM. Well, it's at least. Uh, They're the worst coach team in the league. I don't understand. I, like, I don't even think John Mara watches the games. And Joe Judge has his players or his coaches like running laps. What the fuck is that? If you're a head, like. I just don't understand some of these guys sometimes. It's just like, who do you think you are? This is the NFL. This is not a high school. Even if it was high school, you don't make your coaches run laps. You know, He has a Belichick complex. And, and you know what? It worked in the, the first year. Like, they were solid. They were moving in the right direction. And then this year, they've just taken a big step back in every single way. And the injuries have been bad, but the coaching has been really bad on the field. The players aren't prepared to play. Yeah. Oh, uh, you, you see, this is how I feel. I feel if you make that change, then you make you let Judge name the GM, so it's on the same page. Or you hire a GM, and the GM chooses Judge's face. I think they'll keep Daniel Jones, whoever comes in, but he's now his career is at risk because of his neck. He's not going to come back this year, but he his career is at risk. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why the Giants. Don't at least give Jake Fromm a look. Uh, apparent, so they're actually thinking about getting him in the game. Like if Glenn's not playing well or whatever happens, if they're getting blown out again. I think we are. They're, we might they're see. Gonna the, they're going to get. They're going to get embarrassed on Sunday. Yeah, Jake Fromm deserves a shot, and he hasn't gotten one yet. And yeah, I would honestly now is the time to see him. And I don't think Jake Fromm's any good, but Mike Glennon, I didn't even know he's still in the damn league. Yeah, he's I don't terrible. Know how. I don't know how he's still in the damn league. I don't know how this guy still has finessed his way to find a job every year. It makes no sense to me. He had three touchdowns on Sunday, except uh, two of them came came uh, down by 30. Yeah, same with Saquon had a touchdown, too, and it came after that. And Saquon just looks like the Monstars took all his talent. Oh, like James Harden. Yeah. Must be something in the air. By the way, uh, you just reminded me, Frank. Did you guys see Kevin Durant absolutely murder Skip Bayless? I didn't catch that. Uh, Skip Bayless said, he said, this is why Kevin Durant is better than LeBron. He's taking over. I guess he took over the game last night. And this is why he's the best player in the world. And Kevin Durant quote tweeted, he goes, I don't like you. I really don't like you. Like, yeah. dude, 
Like, leave him alone. You know what I'm saying? It's like anything to hate on LeBron for that guy. I'm not a LeBron guy either, but dude, shut up. You know? Well, uh, I hate LeBron. I hate but LeBron. But I also like, passion. I don't like Skip Brainless. I'll never forget when Jalen Rose literally tore him to pieces and was like, what? You averaged like three points in, in junior varsity. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Or it was like, like one and a half points per game as a senior on varsity. Something crazy, like terrible. Yeah, dude. Such a dummy. Such a dummy. I, I'll never, like, it was always fun hearing Skip and uh, Stephen A. Smith go back and forth. And then once they, they dissolved, they were trying to, like, do it on their own. And it's like, you guys are just not working out. Now Stephen A. Smith is just yelling at, by himself on every single – I don't know who else works at ESPN, to be honest. It's just Stephen A. Smith well, Stephen on every a. single show. Stephen A. Smith uh, is enjoying a fine this season. La, 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 that P. Diddy, that P. Diddy, I'm coming home for him. For what? He did. He's not that good anymore. He's never. I mean, he was a good player, but he's way beyond. He's never game. been that good. The right. Hornets never made it past the first round. The Celtics were eliminated in the first round. And all the kids going, we got Kemba, we got Kemba, we got <laughs> Right. Fuck, we're Kemba. What was like the big hype about it? I feel like New York was just in uh like just shelter. They they have no idea who, that Kemba Walker was just an average player for the NBA for like six or seven years of the season. Or, so, so this is like this will be now the uh, third decade in which the Knicks are basically uh, garbage. Yeah, well, Kemba has two deficiencies. He's a good scorer. That's what everyone fell in love with. His knee and his lack of defense, and he never fit on Tibbs' roster. I don't believe Tibbs wanted him. It right. came from up top, and and it's been a disaster since the first seven, the since past the first six games. The Knicks were five and one. Now they're, uh, you know, they've been terrible ever since. And forty-eight too, another bad signing. And Steph Curry uh, breaking the record against the uh, Knicks at the Garden. How fitting! Oh, dude, I saw the there was like a like the the meme, and there was uh, the banner of the nineteen seventy two and seventy three championship, and then the next banner was. Steph Curry, three-point champion, or three-point uh, leader, breaks the record. And I was like, dude, it's just so sad that... And you saw the standing ovation. I get it. I get it. Whatever. It's a huge accomplishment. But as Knicks fans, you're going to stand up and cheer for Steph Curry? Come on. Grow some balls. Grow some balls. Boo the guy. I would have booed him if I was in uh, Chicago. If he broke the record in Chicago, it's all boos for me. I'm sorry. Even and Mike Lee was clapping. Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Uh, there was a buzz outside the garden, and a lot of the buzz was a whole bunch of people wearing warrior shirts. Yeah, yeah. And ever since the Bing Bong moniker was born, just like Donnie Stevenson, Frank, Knicks have been. Uh, bing bong. Yeah. Can you guys please explain this Bing Bong to me, please? Some crazy yeah. Knicks fan said it outside when they were celebrating after going five and one. Oh, that's awesome! I love. I love. I'm a Knicks fan. It's actually something that's like catching on. Uh, NYCFC and they didn't get a parade, but they got a rally outside City Hall. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the MLS Cup champions, in which people will, have, will stop caring about it five minutes after it happened. Frank, the Mets actually just announced they're going to host like eight of those uh, games for that team at City Field next season. Really? They're now gonna yeah. Play? Yeah, they. Uh, one of them's on May twenty second, but yeah, there's there's a couple of their games. If they play at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, well, the, they're welcoming them to City Field this year. Wow. They, need they need a stadium. And I hear a, a good possibility is that their stadium. Well, Frank. Frank, it's New York City FC. You're talking about. They have six matches at City Field in 2022. April 9th, April 24th, May 7th, May 22nd, September 7th, October 1st. So they're actually splitting between Yankee Stadium and City Field? Well, six matches at City Field. Is they 
play a Yankee Stadium. Yeah. That's weird. Oh, my God. We were talking about Urban Meyer before. Old Takes Exposed just posted a Colin Coward tweet from May 1st saying, really think Urban Meyer and his staff have nailed this draft, so let's have some fun. I like the Jags over six and a half wins. And that was the kiss to death right there. You just, I I just, he's the Madden curse. Colin Coward is the Madden curse of just speaking. You mean mean Colin Coward? Yeah, literally. Um, Why did he get fired again? I forgot why he got fired. What did he say? He said something bad or something? I forgot what he said. I, I thought he just got the deal with Fox. I didn't think, I didn't know he got fired. Oh, I thought he said some. I thought he said some shit or whatever, and then got then moved to Fox. But whatever, whatever. No, um, that was when that was when uh, ESPN was cutting uh, salary. Yeah. When isn't ESPN cutting salary? I feel like they're firing jobs left and right all the time. You know. They basically like, ESPN basically wants everyone that sound the same, look the same, be the same. Yeah, and it's funny that ESPN, like, have been saying and doing what's fashionable over the last year or so, but um, they, you know, they're indicting outlets like Barstool for being misogynistic and sexist and stuff and harassing women, but ESPN had the most toxic work culture for women throughout decades since its existence of harassment. Yeah, I, I, I have to play on the Audible. Some guys have all the fun. That's what, we, what, what did you say? ESPN tell-off. Dude, I just... I have I mean, they, audible. They fired the wrong guys. They fired the wrong girl. Look, they fired Kelly, uh, Kelly in Vegas. Shout out Kelly in Vegas with Barstool now. Why'd they uh, fire She She tweeted something in, like, like in high school, some homophobic tweet or whatever. But it was, like, you know, something that you tweeted 10 years ago is going to screw you over, that you, like, now. So, whatever. It didn't really screw her over. She's working for Barstool now, probably 10 times better than ESPN. ESPN, so. is, ESPN is just a total joke right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I cannot name you anybody besides, I mean, even what they did to Rachel, I forget her last name, but Rachel, they, they threw her off her show, all that shit. It's just like, so why, why do they try to fix what's not broken? I don't understand what ESPN, what's wrong with them. When we were younger, or not even younger, last decade, uh, the early 2000s, ESPN was just, it was the king of all, all sports. Like, that's, you knew ESPN is just sports, right? Now we have Barstool, we have Sports Illustrated. Now you have, have people like, now you have people like uh, Brian Windbag. You know, Dude, uh, don't get me started with that asshole. I hate him. I hate, I fucking, I, oh, Frank, stop. All right, go ahead. I got to calm down. What were you saying? He has his, uh, you know, he came out with his own Christmas song. Let's hear this one. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come, ye, oh, come, ye, to Akron, the Lord's greatest player. Born December 30th, he can't do anything wrong. His shit does not think he really walks on water. LeBron, the king. He literally rides the coattail of that guy's career. Ike. If, imagine if there was no LeBron. This is kind of why I think I actually hate LeBron, is because if there wasn't any, if there was no LeBron, there'd be no Brian Windhorst, and I would live George, peacefully. You know, you know, it's funny is uh, Bronny's now in the recruiting stage. Yep, yep. And uh, Bronny's going to be one and done. You can't imagine him playing two years in college. Where does he go, Frank? Where do you think he he lands? UCLA. Yeah, maybe since they're out in LA now. I was gonna say Duke though, Kentucky. I feel like it couldn't go wrong at either school, but so uh, either the Lakers are manipulated to draft them, and they'll be uh, you have a Griffey situation, or you might have Ronnie against LeBron, and that will be probably one of the funnest moments in the NBA history. That will be overhyped with uh, Ryan Winbag, <laughs> uh, LeBron Carroll. 
<laughs> what year is is uh, LeBron's son? Is he a junior, or sophomore? Junior high school. Junior, junior high school. school. All right, so potentially three years from now, if LeBron's still playing, we yeah. can see him on the Lakers, maybe. Well, why is LeBron still playing? Is that the only reason that he's still playing is so he can play with his son? I feel like he's not that good anymore. Uh, he's still pretty good. Oh, is he? He's not. Is he you can see the drop off is starting. Yeah. I'm watching right now, and uh, the Mavericks don't have uh, Luka, and the game's in overtime. See, yeah, this is where I, I – I, it, it's starting to remind me of the – the after years of, of Kobe, when Kobe started to drop off, he was still putting up points, and then he just started blaming that people weren't around him. I love Kobe. I was a huge Kobe guy, but, um, yeah. You know, you know where LeBron wants two things. One, he wants to play against or with his son. Yep. And the other thing is he wants to break Kareem's record. You think so? Yeah, yeah, you know, you call everything out, and usually you're right. Hashtag Frank was right, so I, yeah, I probably agree. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record is, uh, how far away is he from that? Uh, he's probably a couple of good years. Kareem played 20 years. Yeah, LeBron played, how many did LeBron play? LeBron uh, came to the league in 03. Yeah, he's almost there, he's almost there, so... So, That's crazy. Uh, he could do it. Let's see what, let's see what the uh, all-time leaders are. Uh, LeBron James right now is third. He's third. Uh, he's uh, like 2,600 away. Okay, 2,600 away from Carl uh, Malone? No. Uh, Kareem. Wait, who's Kareem? Oh, wait, wait. I thought he's he's third or second. He's third. Who's first? Green. Who's, who's second? Who's second? Alone. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, he he's twelve hundred. He's twelve hundred away from um, Malone. Okay. Dude, yeah. it's just crazy to me. I'm I'm not gonna go on a Jordan rant here, but I am from Chicago, and Jordan did this shit in like thirteen seasons. You know what I'm saying? The, the amount of points he has is just insane. Yeah, well, Jordan's fifth, and uh, he plays fewer games than any of the top four. Mikey, how old are you? I, I'm 26. 26, okay. So, all right. I didn't so, get to see any of it. I, unfortunately, yeah. became a Bulls fan in the year 2000 when we drafted Elton Brand. And Ooh. it was like the worst time to be born and be a Bulls fan. It was like right after Jordan, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a year younger than you. I'm 25. Or, or okay. when did you turn 26? I turned 26 in April. In April, okay, yeah. So no, I'm, I'm a year. No, uh, the okay. winner of the scoring title is not who scores the most points. It's who averages the most points. Yep. And, and right now, uh, LeBron James, uh, not LeBron James, is sixth all time in points per game. Who's number one? Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, Michael Jordan. Exactly. How many? How many points per game did he have? Thirty point twelve. Thirty point twelve. Okay. Wow. Thirty point twelve. Just slightly ahead of Wilt Chamberlain. Frank was the only one on this call right now on this podcast on this episode who could witness, who did witness Jordan's prime and his championship winning years, but. I know Frank was rooting against him all that time. Yep. Well, you you weren't rooting for the Knicks, so you were rooting for the, the Nets? Phoenix Suns. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Why do I remember you with the Phoenix Suns hat? Some, some video. I think it was a the throwback. Jersey. Frank oh, right, 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 right. Yes. It was the Frank the Tank jersey, yes. Or the throwback jersey. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, whatever. We still blew out Charles. Oh, uh, Charles here, here's, here's the deal. I rooted for the Bulls to win in 91. Okay. I uh, kind of rooted for the Blazers in 92. I rooted for the Suns in 93. Uh, I kind of rooted for the Bulls in 96. And I rooted for the Jazz in 97 and 98. 
Wow, I'm pissed. We went six and zero, so that's fine with me. I here here's a here's a a take I want from you guys. I want to ask if Charles Barkley won a championship, would he be considered considered a top five player in the league? Maybe top ten. No. Top ten. He probably would be knocked out of the top ten by now. But when he okay. retired, he would have been top ten. Okay. Yeah, I can go with that. Because I just feel like, dude, uh, he was so talented. And he was a big uh, man. People, people like Kevin Durant, Ron James, Kobe Bryant, he who came after him, would have pushed him out of the top ten. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But when he retired, I think he would have been top ten for sure. You guys don't put Tim Duncan uh, in your top ten, do you? I do. You do? Okay. Pat, what about you? I think he's top twenty. Top twenty. I don't know if we could do it this week, but maybe next week we could do it. Unless, unless you have it off the top of your head, Frank. But what are your top ten basketball players? Uh, let's save that for another. Let's save that yeah, for another week. Yeah. Another yeah. 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 That's, not, a, that's a good uh, one. We should do go into ask Hank right now. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. just going to ask you guys one thing. Uh, How did you feel about Rough and Rowdy on Friday? Loved it. Uh, certainly glad that uh, Jerry uh, won. I wasn't a part of it this time because I wanted to go to Army-Navy. Mm-hmm. But I actually was at a watch party with Jerry's mother. What oh, really? Yeah. At Calabria's, uh, at Calabria's Pizza in, uh, in the restaurant in uh, Livingston. Was she nervous? Yes. Uh, so was his, uh, his godmother was there, too. Oh, my God. Well, Nadu looked like he didn't even train at all. Like, he didn't land one punch. He didn't know how to throw a punch. And he didn't know how honestly, to throw a punch. Either. It was a gutless performance, really. They were just, they were just like, yeah. He, he was saying that he was training this whole time. He was, he was, he not. was in the gym. He was sending pictures of himself. and like just punch. When I saw that picture of him punching the punching bag, I was like, dude. Brother, this fight is over before it even started. When he, uh, and then, uh, then, then he had that ridiculous haircut. <laughs> what was that? And someone goes, Nadu should actually be fighting his barber. And Frank quote tweets and goes, I was just going to say that. And everyone's like, credit Frank. <laughs> Dude, the best part. Myself. Did you see the response after the guy took that photo? I, I forget who took it. It was uh, Big Cat's Burner, right? It was Big Cat's Burner who posted that photo. And uh, uh, Young Youngstown Bob, Youngstown Bob posted that photo, and he he's started one, yelling. He's the one that actually, he's the one that actually said. Uh, he said it right. He said it. Yeah, the Nadu should be fighting his barber. Yeah. Well, well, he Nadu like there was a video afterwards that I think Viva Viva La Stool posted, like him yelling about it. He's like, "Why don't you just take a fucking picture?" Why do why do you like he's like so you know that I posted so he was like talking she's like yeah I took that picture of you who cares so I just feel like Nadu one is just a terrible shit talker and then number two is just like he was in it for the money it was a pure Jose Canseco kind of fight where he's just yeah. there to get a bag and leave so it is what it is yeah that definitely sums it up but uh, yeah I guess and they and they basically had like uh, incentives so he would have got more money. If- he, got, he would have got less money if he went down in, like, the first two rounds. Oh, really? Like, Canseco, I guess, to prevent a Canseco scenario from happening. So, yeah, on, on that note, let's do uh, Ask the Tank this week. We got Side Retired Pod, who wants to know, Frank, what's your favorite Christmas movie, and is Die Hard considered a Christmas movie in your book? You know, I, I think Die Hard has to be considered a Christmas movie. Yep. It's a Christmas party. He's dead. Uh, I mean, it's just it's central part of the uh, the plot. Uh, my favorite Christmas movie, uh, I think it's somewhere between uh, uh, my my three top the three the three top ones. I'll go Elf, the original Home Alone, and A Christmas Story. Love it, love it, love it, Frank. There we go. Um, and then the last question we have is from Eric P. And you kind of alluded to this already earlier in the show, Frank, but. How do you feel about two of the last few games, and do you think the Dolphins can somehow make the playoffs? Uh, well, two has had a great uh, second half. Uh, I mean, the offensive line still stinks. Uh, 
the Lakers just won on a buzzer beater. I mean, I mean, of course the Lakers win. And the Dallas Mavericks weren't even playing with uh, Luka. But so the like I hate the Lakers. Same. I used to love them with Kobe, but uh, ever since LeBron, I just can't do it anymore. Fair enough. So on that note, thanks to everyone for listening this week. Uh, remember to follow Frank at NJ Tank ninety nine, the pod at Frank or at Frank the Tank Pod, myself at Regazzo Report, Mikey at the Real Mikey Betts, and yep, then yep. Uh, remember to yep, yep Mikey Betts and. Uh, Remember to rate, download, review, and subscribe. Frank, if you have a song queued up, take it away. If not, let's provide us with a, provide our listeners with a little outro music. Well, uh, I'm just going to provide a little quick quick, quick thought. But uh, single bell, single bell, single all the way. Click like and subscribe to be notified. Hey, listen every weekend. Get your bells in. Use promo code Frank for 10 and also something.us. And if you want to hear more, stay tuned. I have a few more tunes for you to enjoy. Just keep watching me on Twitter, YouTube, and subscribe to all my platforms. See you next week. Is it good for absolutely nothing? Say it again. War!